Hi, this is Lori Mitson. I'm a food hack, a uh, food writer. I was just told that I could put my line. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Back at it, Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the Modern Eater Show on the uh, final swing into uh, two segments of talking distilled distillates. Uh, your your button is glowing, glowing, right? Freaking you know, out. you are very Christmassy. Brian. You know, trying, trying. Went down to uh, downtown. I, I get everyone get out of the house this weekend. Enjoy the holiday spirit. Go downtown. Support your local businesses and restaurants. I agree, absolutely. All right, here he is, Stephen Gould. Golden Moon Distillery. Hey, everybody. How are hey, you? Steven. Hey, Good to see. Uh, It's been a while. We've been wanting to catch up with you for quite some time. It's good to have you here in the kitchen. This is the time of the year for me. I'm down with the brown. Brown spirits, I don't know, conducive to kind of colder months to me. To everybody, I think. I think so. And every month is cold in Colorado for Greg, so he's really down with the brown. Well, and, and here's, here's the thing. Even, even if it's warm, you know, you make yourself a whiskey highball. It's a great summer drink. Yeah. And in the winter, you go a little heavier cocktail. Um, we're going to play around here in a little bit with a little rye whiskey and make a Boulevardier with a little bitters and stir it and drink it. Um, yeah. So. I love that you're using that bitters, by the way. We don't. We have a few Hearth and Dram. Shout out to those folks who are making some great bitters locally. But no one like that man right there. Big winemaker switched into alcohol. That right there is probably one of the best bitters, in my opinion, on the market. If you're drinking stuff like Contrato or the other red, I mean, it's just red dye number seven, right? Well, I mean, that's not. No, no. This is all natural. Um, yep. You know, he's, he's, he's a casual acquaintance. I wouldn't say we're friends. I love everything the man does. Uh, I'd like to say the same thing about the Koki Vermouth. Uh, Rubura Bava is a friend. He makes beautiful wines as well. They both have very similar outlooks on life, and their products are wonderfully used in cocktails. Any chance I get. Maybe Good I for you. I'm excited. That. Brian likes to get right into it, and I like to set the stage. <laughs> it, it, and it's, uh, it's, it drives me crazy. I watch the film. On There's the so next many week. jokes right now that I'm in a whole bag. <laughs> like, see how you are. He likes to jump right into it. Keep Which on, is, gentlemen. And, and Keep we on. Love <laughs> Harry, how would you start this interview out, meeting Stephen for the first time? Well, Stephen, hi. Hi. It's so nice to meet you. Uh, please to meet you please well. know that I drink rye. I drink rye. That's what I like. And so, you know, what do you got for me? So... We do two lines of whiskey at Golden Moon. So we do our single malts, which are grain to glass, uh, which is what this product is, mm-hmm. at Golden Moon. Uh, all the malt that we use is malted at Golden Malting, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Molson Coors. Um, so the malt house is right down the street. But then the second line of whiskeys we do are our gunfighter line. And we work with a variety of distilleries in Tennessee and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. We bring in bourbons and ryes, and then typically we'll do something with them. So the rye whiskey we have here is 100 proof. Which one is it? This is, this is the gunfighter rye right okay. here in the middle. Gunfighter. Gun what a good you name. You ready to go, Carrie? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's the 13. The r- sorry. Gunfighter rye. Oh, this one. Okay. This one. Um, so this is 100 proof rye. It's made by our friends at OZ Tyler in Owensboro, Kentucky. We bring the spirit into Golden Moon. We put it in used California port-style wine casks. Mm-hmm. And we do a secondary finish, uh, typically about six months. Okay. Um, the barrels, is, that, is that pretty standard? The age? This, is, this is more what someone in Scotland might do for to finish a Scottish, a Scotch whiskey in a sherry or a port cask. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the same thing, but we're doing it with American whiskeys. And we're really making the whiskey our own. Yeah. So... 
the reason we originally developed the Gunfighter line was solely to flush out the cocktail program at Golden Moon Speakeasy. Cool. You know, everybody's making bourbons. Everybody's making rye. I've made them for other people. Yeah. We needed something that we would finish that would be our own for the cocktail program. Cool. Well, here we are five, almost six years after Gunfighter was created. And, and why Gunfighter? Can you tell us about your name? Oh, you know. You already heard this story, didn't you? No. Okay. So I wanted something that honored the Wild West. I mean, we're in the Wild West. I always liked uh, cowboy movies and westerns when I was little. Shootout. Um, my, my father was a filmmaker. A lot of my family friends were actually in westerns. My uncle was a regular on Gunsmoke. Oh, God. Wow. So you're so, talking John Wayne, Ronald Guns, Reagan, real no, kind right. of Absolutely. westerns. The youngins okay. won't even and know what that is. I know. And this is where it gets even cooler, I think. So when I was 16, I worked as a stuntman. And among other things, I was in a Wild West show in Virginia City, Nevada. And that's actually me on the label. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm the gunfighter. Yeah. One of my favorite Sunday shows, Wild Wild West. Oh, my God. Right I love there. Wild Wild West. You know? Oh, I love it. That was a great show, wasn't it? So I, I, I asked Blake to come in because he is like, he got me into Rye. Wait, so. I know a guy named Whiskey Bear. I, so the Whiskey Bear is standing right here next to me. Here he is. Hey, Blake. Oh, I just like it. <laughs> Nothing too particularly special, though. I just really enjoy it. I, but, like, I, yes, the, I, I drink rye because of my guy here, Blake. Well, and more often than not, when I'm at home, um, I'm going to make cocktails off of my rye. Yep. Uh, if I'm going to drink my single malt, I'll typically drink it neat right. or in a highball. Mm -hmm. But if I'm building cocktails, it's typically off of the port finished rye. Mm -hmm. uh, we've actually just launched a rum finished rye as well. Um, that's really good for Ryle fashions, but for Manhattans, for Liberals, for Brooklyns, for your classic, really earthy, spicy cocktails, I think the port finish works better. Yeah. Cool. So, Greg, you, Greg didn't know how to get that. It's a drink. It's a drink. It's Greg's like, wait, Manhattans and Liberals, where? Yeah. Whoa, where's the show going? I, I wanted to hear. I wanted, just to wants hear an old I wanted to hear a Rob Roy in there, which I was telling. Oh dear. Where do we start? So, do you want to start by talking about Golden Moon? You want me to whip up a couple yeah, of cocktails? We can pass them around. Talk about Golden Moon while we whip up some... Uh, All of the above. Oh, yeah, yeah do I'm it. going there. <laughs> first of all, with any spirit, you should go straight first, right? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Do we, yes, I don't know. What does that mean now? Do we have enough glassware <laughs> yeah, there? Sure we do. George, grab some glasses, would you? Yeah, grab, grab some small glasses, grab would you? Grab some of those little small glasses. We'll do that. <laughs> We're going to need like 97 glasses. Yeah. And, yeah. and then start I with mean, my don't you think we good. should like taste each one like raw dog and then, yeah. and then put it in there? Well, right, <laughs> I think sure. that's only best when it's straight lip to the bottle. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> right, Pass we'll it around, back. guys. Cut that clip out. Dude. All right. Yeah. So we're going to use this glassware. Now, these, these actually, yeah, the glassware that, actually right. has my friend Michael's distillery's name on it. So it 291. shout out to 291. Um, but uh, why don't we start with a little single malt? Yeah. We had some of that in the, the cupboard not too long ago. We, we polished it off, though. <laughs> now we're going to drink Sorry. this Rob. But I'm in interested in trying this because of the fact single malt coming out of Colorado, <laughs> that's somewhat of a big deal, mm -hmm. I would think. I'd like, sure. to think I'd like to think so. Um, Shout out to 291. Um, but, uh, Here we go. Right. 
Hang on, wait for me. Wait for me. It doesn't we're mean not, anything we're if you not shooting this here. If you don't here. make eyes, it doesn't mean anything. It's bad luck. How do you? So, Blake, you drink your whiskey, you just put it down, huh? Cheers. Yeah, neat and quick. <laughs> neat and quick? Right, I'm going to smell it. I'm, I'm going to fish a human it. being. Like, I, so, I, don't, I don't mess around. So, single malt, though, right? So, single malt. How so, long is this age? So, this is very, very young. This is, yeah. this is between this is four and eight months old. Wow, okay. Um, we're using small uh, uh, New American oak barrels, number three char. We use a totally atypical form uh, method of mashing, sort of an upside-down Scottish mash, so it's different than most whiskey makers. We use a proprietary strain of yeast that I believe captures a much higher malty character. Uh, rather than using distiller's malt, uh, we use a brewer's malt. It's Coors malt. Um, and what we end up with is a very approachable, uh, really, uh, I'm, and I make it, I'm very biased, but, <laughs> but uh, it's a wonderful whiskey. We actually took with Principium, this one, which we've just launched, we took a gold medal this year at the World Spirits Competition in San Francisco. Oh, congratulations. Um, with one of our other single malts, we took a double gold two years ago. Uh, so it's really good whiskey, even though it's it's younger than than most people would expect. Yeah. Which I kind of appreciate because a lot of times when I'm seeing and we're talking about Michael Myers and he's unapologetic about wanting a very rich whiskey. He'll force stave, use smaller barrels. Um, that the, Michael and my, Michael makes beautiful whiskey. Yeah. I mean, his absence his absence stave bourbon is amazing. Um, his rye is amazing. Um, you know, he is a quality whiskey maker, and we're proud to have him in Colorado. I like the color, the flavor, the taste, but the nose, it's, it's all good it's on that. It's got a really... It's rocking. Peaty? Peaty? Is that another Are you going with Peaty on that one? I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go Peaty with really? it. Really? Yeah. I'd go Malty. Okay. Well, but, I'm getting but, a sweeter, remember, I'm sweeter side I, Maybe, than that, maybe than I'm the just earthy. a little bit more hypersensitive, no, tuned in than you guys are. Everybody's palate's <laughs> a little different. Well, as a woman, <laughs> I, at the only woman at the table, I, I would I'm sure, totally I'm say sure I just have a deeper, a deeper connection. You are way. I would totally agree with that. I would totally agree. All right. Let's break off. Come back for the booze and the news segment. I think, Blake, Blake, you're going to make some cocktails here. Along with Steve. He's ready. So. Are you going to make some cocktails? Yeah. Can we time them? We're going to make them together. Yeah, we're going to make them <laughs> together. All right, cocktail time up next. All right, we got, we got some big cubes. We got some ice. We got some garnish. We got a stir. We got a stir. We can measure it. We can we're measure it. We're done. And we got a house party. Doctor, we have the tools. <laughs> okay, Little Rich, you're locked and loaded. Who are you with over there in the Little Rich corner? He's all by himself. Little Rich in the Little Rich corner. <laughs> Carrie Barrett fell in love with the Little Rich I love corner. it. Do you want me to come? <laughs> here we go. Final segment coming up next. We'll break away. Come back. Booze in the News is next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Thanks. So we're, we're in the final approach. We're putting the seat backs up, the tray tables up. Thanks for, th again, thank you for coming. This is incredible. It's so fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we got to have you back more often. This once, twice a year is not enough. I, you know, Saturday nights are hard for work and Yes, job. However, yes. it's fun, and I promise to make more time. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I tell you, I want to spend a few seconds, maybe 30 seconds, thanking... Thanking everyone for, you know, Merry Christmas, thanking them, thanking our sponsors. We've got our walls of sponsors yeah. that have obviously shown their commitment I, to making the industry better. All of this? All of these? I feel like a little Vanna White. You have, you have such a huge it, it's, list. Of it's getting there, but I want to thank our sponsors. I want to thank the 700. We've had 700-plus people 
come visit the kitchen this year. I love it. And this kitchen is just getting better by the day. It really is. And most importantly, I want to thank our viewers. You guys make it all uh, make it all possible. And thank you so much. Come down. Keep watching. Come down. If you're a chef, you want to come on, come do it. Huh? Let's do it. This is kind of fun. Hurry up. It's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Colorado Chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Okay, back to the show in just a minute. Right now, Jeff Rock and A-plus Beverage Solutions. Beer, it's important, but it's important that it tastes like the brewer wanted it to taste. If you're pouring beer in a shoddy tap system the glycol's off temperature's off i've seen places where you pour the beer they're pouring it into a pitcher because there's so much foam and then they pour it into glass the temperature's off i can't even believe they'll serve it i just saw it the other day and it is a sin it is and don't sin. you think often they just put it in the pitcher and then pour it right down the drain yeah what's yes. the point of that no yes. because that's exactly what we're talking about efficiency if you're pouring in efficient beer what are you doing boys you're, you're pouring, pouring your, your money down, down the, the drain, drain. That's, that's dirty <laughs> that, that is well dirty. done is that a catchphrase <laughs> <laughs> we need to pour efficient beer and start the revolution with Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He's going to make sure you've got the custom tap lines of your dreams, or he's going to come in and do the maintenance that you so desperately need. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, family-owned and operated. These are the guys that you want to go to. His cell phone number, Brian, you got a pen? Give me one second. 720-272-3809. Say it again. 720-272-3809 for the best in the business when it comes to tap lines and tap solutions. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. I got to clear the deck for booze in the news. All the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater show on iHeartRadio. Continuing on with Stephen Gould. Here it is. Well, wait. Before we do, I got to tell you that single malt, Stephen. Tasted that during the break. Right here, man. Thank even you though so much. it was, I mean, even though it was young, it was still way up here. To me, that would be a that would be an everyday. I mean, I hate to say that. You know, we just proved that every... I'm an alcoholic, but yeah, it's, okay. it. it's okay. <laughs> I call it. An just every... don't tell your mom. <laughs> Before five, friend. Or... Uh, yeah, you know, I have to. I, there's days, you know. I think if it's after eleven, you're okay. To me. That's in every morning. <laughs> yeah. Morning's different to a lot of people. You know? <laughs> All right, Golden Moon, let's continue. We're going to make some cocktails. So, Carrie Barrett, uh, you know, Lake Edmonds here with us, Stephen Gold. Go we ahead. talked about what we thought we wanted to make, uh -oh. and we all agreed it needs to be a rye whiskey cocktail. Um, yeah. 
one of my favorite rye whiskey cocktails, one of their favorite rye whiskey cocktails is the Boulevardier. Mm-hmm. So the Boulevardier is, is, is basically a whiskey Negroni. So a Negroni, as most people know, is equal parts of sweet vermouth, a red bitters like Contrato or that other one, um, and gin. A Boulevardier is the same exact cocktail. Except it's equal parts of... Where is it on the tree? <laughs> Can you tell me where it is? Oh, dear. He's got the compart. Yeah, well, we'll cover that. Or did you unbutton it slow? Because I wasn't looking at you. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. They make a great product. Don't throw, not throwing darts at anybody. They make a great product. What are you doing to me right now? So focus. Well, but I think this is interesting, folks, because I'll tell you, I don't back up. drink that vermouth. Usually, <laughs> oh, I put yeah, it in a glass and throw it out. <laughs> so right, Karen. I, you know, vermouth is an amazing substance. All, all vermouths are different, so you really need to be selective about what vermouth you're using for what cocktail. You know, it's every one of these is made differently, and any. Any sweet vermouth will work for either a Negroni or a Boulevardier, but really the individual person, the bartender, whoever's making the drink, needs to take some time, taste the different vermouths, experiment, because they're different. It's balanced. What's the difference between a sweet and a dry vermouth? So it's really, really basic. A sweet vermouth is typically red or brown. It's going to be very complex as far as its botanical makeup. It's almost to the point where it's an Amaro, but not quite. And that's a sweet. And that's a sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, where a dry vermouth is going to be much more one-dimensional. Um, it's, what is vermouth made of? Like, what's the base? So the, ba- the base about? is wine. Because um, it does have alcohol in it. It does have alcohol. Uh-huh. Typically, a vermouth is going to be about 16%, some as high as 22 23%. Okay. Um, and it's an aromatized wine, so it's a wine that is made with botanicals. Okay. And historically, they were they were medicine. Um, so what you're doing with this type of vermouth, and this is the style that comes from you know, the area around Torino in Italy. Um, God, making a mess. Look at you. Well, no, he took it down like leaky. a chicken, man. So most Americans are like familiar with dry vermouth, and dry vermouth. You know, it's, it's got a place. It's, it's very good with vodka or gin. I would never use it with whiskey. If you're going to make a whiskey cocktail, you're going to want something that's going to stand up to the heavy brown spirit, and it's going to accentuate it. Uh-huh. And so your sweeter vermouths, even some things that are vermouth-like that aren't vermouth, such as Punta Mess yeah. or some of your Amaros can and be And I'm sorry used. to interrupt you real quick, but, Blake, what are you doing with the rind here? You're, like, twisting it. Giving that some zest. There's a lot of essential oils in the, in the rind. That's and where so, all the, so the aromatics you, tell, are. tell me what you're doing when you... I'm squeezing the aromatics into the glass and, and rubbing it on the rim. Because... You want that flavor of the orange. You want it on your lips. Yeah, well, then so. people wouldn't even know that he's actually getting a, a true oil out of that orange I mean, every I'm time. I'm all the way over it. here, and I can smell it. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. So how did you get the orange in that in that form? And you how don't want you me do to that? give this back, right? There's no take-backs. No take-backs, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, GF, oh, Brian. You're I, good. He's going <laughs> to stab this orange very gently. I'm going to stab this orange. We're basically just going to take, and we're going to cut the zest off the orange uh-huh. very carefully. And then what we're going to take is we want to, Squeeze it to express the oils. Squeeze the oils out, mm-hmm. okay? And then just put a little bit of that oil around and down the side of the glass so that when the person drinking the cocktail is drinking the cocktail, they get a little bit of the oil on their fingers, on their mm-hmm. and they yeah. can smell it, and what it triggers the smell move. receptors. Yeah. It's then, almost a little uh, sexual. Is what he's doing. I'm, I'm getting a little turned on. I don't know. It's, uh, 
And, <laughs> and do you, do you, Brian Freeman, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it from Peach. So we got cocktails in front of us. I think we need to be drinking cocktails. Yes, yes. Um, when, when, when you're peeling the orange back, do you think about the rind? Because it's so bitter. Well, or, the, so are you trying to go as thin as possible? Or are you like all in? You could agree. I don't want a whole lot of the pith because the pith can be bitter, but you're going to get a little bit of pith. But as you can see, when I've tried to slice this, I've left a lot of the pith behind. You don't want to go too deep. You certainly don't want to get so any of the So you're shooting for just orange. I'm shooting for just orange. But I'm shooting for when true you zest. Get, when you get the whites, it's okay, too. There's a little a little white is okay, but you really don't want to just... The dirty laundry. The whites. The white. The white. <laughs> when, <laughs> Wait, when do you know when you want to put a little bit of fire onto that zest, though? Uh, yes. Wait. What's that? Yeah, I see people like yeah, spark it. Different cocktails. When you want a little bit of that burnt, you know, citrus zest, uh, essential oil in there, you want you want to burn it. But like this is clean. It's simple. You know, it's based off the americano. Like they they substituted the gin for the soda water, so it's you know it's a little higher proof, a little more alcohol, but it's like they want that clean finish. You Explain what americano is. You brought it up. Explain what that cocktail is. <laughs> Campari gin and soda water. Correct? Um, no. Campari vermouth and soda Vermouth and soda water, not gin. They substituted the gin to make the Negroni. Exactly. There, there you go. go. Do you need my shirt for a <laughs> Pop the top, Greg. I, there are some basic white hairs popping in here. I can't read that far. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, fun stuff, man. And, and truly, this distillery, we, you've been on our radar for a long time. You're very uh, held in high esteem in this distilling community. Thank and you very much. Yeah, we got to get you back here, Stephen, because I, I was very impressed with what you did tonight. So thank you. It was my pleasure. Love to come back anytime. If you guys ever want to come out uh, to the distillery or to the speakeasy or both, we'd love to have you out and there. Tell us where it is, please. So the distillery is at 412 Violet Street in Golden, Colorado, uh, right off of Colfax. Um, we're open for tours five days a week. Um, call ahead and, or go online and make a reservation, please. Uh, and then our speakeasy, open, uh, speakeasy, which is a cocktail lounge, is open seven days a week from 4 p.m. till close, which is either 10 or 12. Uh, we will be open after midnight on New Year's. And we have live music three to four nights a week, 60-plus cocktails on the menu. Fun. Every single drop of alcohol we sell, we produce at Golden Moon. Nice. Um, 111 Miners Alley, so directly behind the Windy Saddle Coffee Shop and adjacent to uh, Miner Saloon. Now, if it's a speakeasy, I want to go through a back door or a hole in the ground or something. <laughs> you know do what? I need a secret well, handshake? It's, it's not, What's it's, the deal? <laughs> it's not the best marked. It's very discreet, yeah. but it's speakeasy light. It's You don't need reservations. You don't need a secret password. Walk in, make yourself at home, have a great cocktail. I have to thank you, Stephen Gould. There it is. Um, Happy holidays. involved. Yeah, Carrie Baird, Blake Edmonds, everybody here tonight. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Thanks for having us. See you next week on the Modern Eater Show. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye.